Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk, we talk movies. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to Star Wars News after quite a long, important hiatus. Uh, before we get into I want to introduce ourselves, I'm Steph Sabra, a.k.a. Chewbacca's long-lost daughter. You know what it is. And I'm joined by with my co-pilot, Ryan Nelson, head of Popcorn Talk. You know what and it is. The king himself, Darth, Lo- the, the what, successor to Darth Vader, James Law Jr. in the house. He's in the I house. I am your father. <laughs> Honestly, you are America's father. Everyone would be so happy if I you am. were our dad. I'd be fine with that. Happy happy belated Father's Day, by the way, James. Thank you very much. My my kids gave me a really beautiful card right here. I want to show it off. My daughter gave me this beautiful dad card. It's really pretty. Aww, Strong, wise, dedicated, caring. Absolutely. Perfect adjectives for you. Thank you. I appreciate that. So before we dive into this great episode, we have so many fun things to talk about. I do want to address, obviously, we've been on hiatus because... Nothing is more important than racial equality and the Black Lives Matter movement. So we wanted to take a pause to amplify Black voices. And we will continue to be supporting in whatever way we can as Star Wars has made a stand to support. Um, But if we could, I wish we could not talk about anything until this is fixed in America. But we're human and we need some good things too. So Star Wars is great. And we have John Boyega, who's led such an incredible fight for racial equality He's made it so known, and I love the most is that when he was really worried about if he would get work after this, which is a total um, natural thing to be worried about in society, which is so backwards and messed up, Star Wars stepped in and came out with a statement that said that they stand with John Boyega in his statement that black, black lives have always mattered, they always will matter, so I love that. What did you think about that response, James Lott? Um, as the black person on the panel, of course, um, and I've been black 51 years, <laughs> um, I always tell people, um, I, I was brought to tears because, you know, uh, for me, um, I guess I've been black a long time and I, and people have gotten black bald and black listed for speaking out on subjects over the years, um, quietly and openly in many ways. And for him and for me as an older person to see someone younger, speak out and so openly and so honestly and compassionately um it seriously brought me i literally cried when i watched it and i and i and i said you know i was fighting for this stuff 30 years ago probably when he was born and we're still going through it today so it's kind of like you said it's kind of insane that we're still going through this um and a lot of people say actors should keep their mouths quiet don't say anything no i'm glad they should say something and he's a black man first um, above everything else, and that he has a right to say how he feels. And I, for me, it gives me hope as a person who's been in this fight for a long time that younger folks are taking up the baton and, and going with it. So I, I was very, I was very heartfelt to me, and I, I loved it. And Ryan, just as a Star Wars fan, are you glad to see that the the galaxy far, far away has oh. taken the proper stance? Not only a Star Wars fan, but it's just like a, a human being, like James was saying. Uh, I there's so many things to go along with this. I mean, always have loved John Boyega, and ever since we saw him, it's Finn. He's the first stormtrooper we've seen like take the helmet off. Um, he was the first sign of resistance in this new these new films we got since Disney took Star Wars um, or, or got possession of it. And it's almost this falls in line with his character too, uh, just somewhat resisting, fighting for what's right. 
Um, and his speech is so you have to check it out. It's it's on YouTube. A lot of places have reposted it, but it's one of the most emotional speeches and raw. And you can just tell it's all coming straight from the heart. And yeah, like you were saying, Steph, hearing him say he was worried he wasn't going to have a career, and then seeing all the Star Wars directors from like J.J. Abrams, Ryan Johnson, uh, execs at Lucasfilm, Kathleen Kennedy, all say like, "No, we're working with you." Jordan Peele, Jordan Peele, Ava DuVernay, yeah, all of them were like, "No, what? We are not hiring racists." Period. John Boyega, we got you, and that is such a great sign of solidarity. I know. If, should I ever have that type of power, I will o- always work with people like John Boyega. He sets such an incredible standard. And I love that people are backing him so hard. He is, and we know he is so funny and he has made this serious moment kind of funny as well. He's gotten a ton of marriage proposals via Twitter. <laughs> I am totally backing that because he is like the bachelor of America right now. And he deserves all the love in the world. I agree. And also the thing is also the fact that he, you know, he did take a chance. He did take, I mean, it, you, we don't know if they would have backed him or not. No. We, don't, we don't know because now we're finding out how people really are and how they really think. That's what's been emerging the last couple of weeks. Um, so he really did take a chance with somebody who's having success. And if you're a person of color and having success, you know, it'd be taken away in a second. So I think um, his bravery should be commended. Yes. Agreed. So we'll continue to keep checking in and where Star Wars is and um, if they are keeping to their promise of backing BLM. And I hope to see that in more of their production, more of their cast, everything more black, everything with Star Wars would be incredible to see. So let's hold them accountable as fans and viewers and intakers of or consumers of their product. Moving on, um, today we have a great episode, Bryce Dallas Howard news for Mandalorian season two. We have the first chapter of High Republic release, even though that uh, the entire series got pushed back till 2021. Taika Waititi had a wonderful Father's Day with um, the cutest thing that's ever hit the planet. And Oscar Isaac obviously has some funny things to say. I don't know why we keep checking in on him in Star Wars. Oscar Isaac has moved on and he's uh, made yeah, that so clear. He is over it <laughs> he is so over it wow but he uh let's just jump into bryce Dallas howard she she directed one of the episodes of mandalorian season one she did an incredible job i believe it was called the sanctuary it was a really awesome um episode and you can see kind of the need for a feminine take on that episode in particular so i'm really excited to see what she does in season two james law i knew last time we were talking you were catching up did you finish season one of the oh what do you think it was it's my my favorites of all the star wars incarnations it was i didn't realize what it was going to be i didn't realize what it was going to be i guess i didn't i i just it's i love the universe they created I love every character that's in there. Um, I love I love the relationship between the child. I didn't realize that his whole thing was basically he's trying to save a child and protect the child. And I didn't realize that. I just really didn't realize that was going to be kind of the crux of the story. But you know who he met along the way. I mean, just everything to me was executed perfectly. I just I just I really did enjoy the series as a whole. I thought this has the Star Wars elements that I love. Um, but another side of things that are new, which I like. Um, and everybody was entertaining. I mean, I think everybody did a great job. I love the Mandalorian. I love him. I mean, I just, I, I, I just, I'm in love with him. I just, I just think it was such a great, I mean, and people who showed up in the series, like she's in it and he's in it. And I, people were just sort of like, oh, that actor's in it. And that actor, like, it was so, 
surprisingly wonderful. I I loved it. I couldn't stop talking about it. I loved it. I loved, loved it. So happy so you watched it, you James. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sorry, I was like mid <laughs> We were both like. <laughs> I know. I, I totally caught up. But but it's just it's just very it's a very interesting. I I love these little Star Wars universes. I mean, you know, there's like there's a there's a whole bunch they can do. So it's kind of fun to see. It's just one little universe here. And, yeah. But it has the feel of Star Wars, which I'm glad that for me as a longtime Star Wars fan, that's what I was scared of. So I want to make sure this still has the feel of the the, the mothership or the fathership. I want to I want to feel like. It's part of this universe, and it really does. So now I'm watching Clone Wars. So I'm finally getting that. Yes. Yes. Like, just that. So oh, happy. James, we I are texting. So <laughs> we are texting, man. Yeah, that that yeah. is that is the next thing you have to you have to watch. By the way, shout out to Laura Nelson in the chat. Uh, just Laura! Thrilled. Laura! 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 Homegirl! Laura! Hey, homegirl! Laura, I hope you are staying safe and happy on the East Coast. Like, you got to get down to the West Coast once this pandemic chills out. <laughs> right. Uh, you obviously love the episode that Bryce Dallas Howard directed last season. Are you excited for this season? And do you want any other of those uh, directors to return as well? Right. I mean, we're slowly getting confirmation on who exactly this list of directors is for season two. Uh, you know, Bryce Dallas Howard, her family's all Star Wars. Ron Howard, her dad, doing solo a Star Wars story, her doing that episode last year. I'm psyched to hear she's doing another one because uh, I think it's such a, so important to not only have, like, a diverse list of directors, but she was the only one of the only females who did it last year with Deborah Chow. And we know Deborah Chow isn't involved in the second season because she's doing Obi-Wan. Uh, so I'm psyched to hear she's still there. And I cannot wait to hear who the rest of the directors are. I know we have confirmation that Filoni's doing one. I don't think Taika is involved, but, you know, he's doing a movie. So it's, it's, I'm psyched to hear she's a part of it once again. And seeing all these behind-the-scene Mandalorian episodes that we're getting uh, in the gallery on Disney+, Plus, she is so passionate about the entire project. And it's good to have someone like that on your team. Yeah, you I'm think, excited. Steph? I'm really excited for her in general as a director. I think her career in that regard will start to take off just as much as she is an actress. So that's exciting. Also, um, Robert Rodriguez, who was involved with Sin City and Alita Battle Angel, has also been confirmed for a season two director. So there you go. that's something to look forward to. I liked Alita Battle Angel. And they have officially wrapped principal photography. So they're going to shift to post-production. I know, yeah, they've they've they they shot it early, and I know a lot of our episodes yeah. pre uh, pre quarantine were just like all these every actor we know is going to be in this season of Mandalorian. So excited! I'm so and excited. it's coming closer and closer. I I, I wonder when we're going to get a uh, a teaser because, and this is something we didn't have in the rundown, Steph, but um, Star Wars Celebration got canceled. So they usually have the, that first sneak peek at certain things coming up there. So maybe it'll be this like virtual Comic Con. I don't know when we're gonna get that first trailer. Yeah. I'm excited for that. That will be really, really fun. We did get the first chapter of High Republic. So this is like the next installment of the novel for novel series for Star Wars. It's gonna be set when the Jedi are at their height of power, which is an amazing look and something I'm really excited about. Did either of you get to read any of this or the summary? Or are you excited for the release in general, which has been pushed back to 2021, unfortunately? I, I'm excited. I mean, I, I love the books and I've been posting on Online. I mean, I want to give a shout out to the TikTok army on uh, the Star Wars TikTok army. You guys are so wonderful. 
you watch my videos, you actually are following me on other platforms now, which is just kind of just wonderful. They're excited. Um, and I, I always post the books on there. I love the books here. I love reading the books. And this one, it says it's 200 years before Skywalker. So it should be very interesting to see how it's going on. And they mentioned there's no opening crawls and it's not part of the other thing. They're mentioning little highlights about this. And I'm, I'm getting with excitement because I love reading the books. I really do. And every time I read a book, I'm always hoping it'll become a movie or a TV show. So I'm always like reading yes. it with my visuals in mind. And I'm very, very, very excited for this book. I, James, your TikTok, you might be the lead Star Wars TikToker, to be honest. Like I, I haven't I seen many other people. I no, think. there is. So it, again, honor and privilege. He said no, just me, baby. <laughs> me, just baby, you, baby. man. Yeah, no, there is it. And I, and I started doing it kind of as a fun little thing. And when I start getting thousands of views and com and the comments, I mean, the engagement has been so wonderful that people really do, um, they love the series. They love the universe. They love the Star Wars universe, whatever it is. And so when I post something like the Lando book I had, I got five tons of talking about and talking oh, about. Yeah. So I, I, you know, I saw like these books, there's so much fun to read. It's like right. you're getting parts of things. Like this universe is huge. It can go any direction. That's the great yeah. thing. You always have a good writer. You can go any direction with this Star Wars. That's what makes these th these upcoming books that are now pushed to 2021 so exciting. I mean, so the High Republic, this is this is the first new canon line of books that is really going to be like the lore, the backstory set in the past for Star Wars. And again, like Steph was saying, the first chapter, it's up. We actually have a link to it in our description down below if you want to read the first chapter. It's on IG's Written IG by website. Charles Sewell. Yeah, who did the, uh, he did the Kylo Ren comic um that's that's still coming out but um I, I wanted to highlight a passage from this i didn't get to read the whole chapter yet but i feel like we're gonna get these books when we're in a similar time as a society as the jedi were in this time period of star wars it says it's the time of the high republic a peaceful union of like-minded worlds where all voices are heard and governance is achieved through consensus not coercion or fear it is a time of ambition, of culture, of inclusion, of great works. That, to me, sounds like heaven. And that I... sounds like fantasy porn that I would love to see. <laughs> I would absolutely love to see that play out into reality. I'm turned that? on at the thought of that. Are you I'm right there with you, girl. I'm like, come on, folks. I miss this show so much. Give it to me. Give it to me now. Yes. <laughs> I'm a whore for world peace. I'm sorry. <laughs> you, girl. I'm right there with you. I'm right there with you. Not for anything else, but for world peace, yes. Right. That's a very optimistic outlook, and I am so backing that 100%. Let's get that. I, I think everyone would love a new world order that was built off peace and inclusion. Just hopefully it's not only in the past like it is in Star Wars, and it's in our future. Yeah. I mean, I, I read most of it, and I'm really, really excited. I think Charles Sewell, this author, is amazing. And I'm really excited about this focusing on the Jedi Force powers and politics and major battles, because those are my favorite parts about Star Me too. Wars. Me too. Yeah. Me too. So looking forward to that. I wonder if they'll release any more in anticipation, because 2021 is a long time to wait. And I'm also still curious on the reasoning as to why push a book series. Right. I, there's no, I was talking about that something. too. I'm sorry, Ryan. Yeah, I was, oh, no, I was oh, no, no, you go, you go. No, I was like, I'm like, books you can release at any time. I just did the book. Yeah. I mean, like, people are, people are home. You should read some now anyway, because we're sitting at home. Something for me to read right now? I'd love to go my hammock out back and read it. I'd be and, happy to do that. And nothing else was delayed, is the thing. 
Like, because if if they delayed this and then they delayed the Mandalorian, I'd be like, oh, well, there's ties. Like something's or they didn't finish it. Something's going on, but. Mandalorian staying the course, and as far as we know, everything else is kind of staying the course. So I, I really am curious why they're delaying everything. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Totally agree. It's totally weird because you can do all of the things that take a book to make a book from home. So whatever. I guess they want us to be more excited. I am excited about that. This, these books, do you do we know if they're coming out in audio version too? Because I would actually, oh, as yeah. I was reading it, I was thinking I. I think I would rather the audiobook version. We're getting everything. We're getting, we're getting everything. I don't know, James, if you've done any of the Star Wars books audio. I, I'm a big proponent of the Star Wars audiobooks because you get the sound effects, you get the music. Oh, it is just really? so immersive. It's like you're watching a movie. Wait, 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 I didn't know that. Oh, I yeah. Didn't, I did it. I did not know that. So I gotta go. I gotta go. This is the one. I'm not, I didn't know that. I get sound effects too. Oh yeah, you get the you get the opening music. You get. Oh everything i'm telling you um i just did not know that okay I thought, okay I'm, well what's I'm, so great what's also cool now you're watching clone wars just as a little yeah. psa for anyone who uh, any of our our, our uh, audience listening and shout out to those in the chat um the, there's a book of soka tanu they actually got the voice actor who voices the character in the show to do the entire audiobook what? and they got the music every it's great they really okay, produce them well. Yeah, we're like, I, reading is great, but however, I would love to hear a good pew, pew, pew. <laughs> <laughs> I like reading a book. See, I'm an old person. I can hold, I can hold a book in my hands. I, want to hold it in my I hands. love Go books on. too, but I also love fantasy and I just want to, I, I just want to be immersed in the world, okay? Well, she wait, wait, peace now, fantasy. What's that? Wait, what's going on here? Let me drink out of my Darth Vader head. <laughs> but no, now the way you're saying it, now I want to listen to the immersive experience. Yes. yes. You, may, you may turn me, Steph. No one's been able to, nobody's been able to turn, turn me. Turn into the, to the dark side. You, If I ever had a dating profile, it, my bio would be, I almost turned James Lott Jr. That's your claim to fame, Steph, now. Wow. That would be an absolute claim to fame that I would <laughs> never do because also I would never have a dating app. I don't think. Never say never. But one person that is kind of saying never, unless there's extreme conditions, is Oscar, 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 Oscar oh. Isaac. In a new interview, he basically was yet again probed on the question of Star Wars, which I don't know why reporters keep doing this because he's made a stance so very clear. But this time he said it would it would actually take him needing to buy a new house, which is an absurd comment. <laughs> How wealthy. Like. He's rich. I, I was a little offended by this. Like I, oh yeah, I, you know what? It would it, maybe if I need another house or something, I'll join in. Like Oscar. Well, they, I knew Oscar Isaac from other things first. Obviously, I've seen other, you know, like Lewis Davis and all these other movies. I've seen him in. So he's been working for a while. But I know the Star Wars series made him some coins. I know it did. He's, he's Big okay, coin. probably. But now, if he ever does, this is what's in my head. It's like, oh yeah, he needed money. It's a cash, it's a cash grab. It's he didn't. The story didn't entice him. He uh, he gambled, and then he needed money. He clearly or gambled away on his spice runs. I agree, right? I it, it's double sided because he's. I think he's kind of like a Robert Pattinson, where you know they got into these mega series type Chaotic. films, but they're actually oh. more of indie film type actors. They like the more artistic roles that are less based in 
massive franchise. I I, I hear you. I I agree, Steph. I think Robert Pattinson kind of made his name though on a big franchise like a Twilight. Whereas Oscar, you know, this he was already working with the Coen Brothers. He was already doing some incredible work, and you can't turn down Star Wars. But I just think he he was burned, or I think he's over it. He's just completely over. He wanted Poe to be gay, which I totally am here for, and I I honestly think that could. This is total speculation, by the way. I (laughs) think. That he allegedly, he really wanted that Finn Poe lovership, as did a lot of us. And I think that it could have made him feel like, you know what? You're not really willing to take a risk. You're not willing to accurately kind of depict the society that we live in. And honestly, I want to tongue John Boyega, which all of that I am here for. (laughs) I tongue both of them, so that's a closed story by itself. Closed story, me. me too. Yeah, I think Oscar Isaac, he has so many, he has a few movies coming out, actually. is one in particular where they just dropped the trailer. Uh, Dune, something... right? Is he, he's in Dune, I think. Yeah, but then there's another one. Um, I'll find it. But anyways, he, he I'm really excited about his career in general, because I do think that even though he's already known, there was a huge group of people that now know him because of Star Wars. It must be tough. It just must be tough when you become popular on something and they want to keep you there. It just must be a tough thing. Just like they want to keep you because, I mean, Star Wars is a huge franchise and now you're part of the universe. So that's never going to go away. Like, I, I do soaps. It's the same as soap. Once you do a soap, you're in the soap world. I mean, that's just one of those things. Like, they all want you like to remember you're in a soap world and come back on the show. But you're like, well, I want to do this over here and I want to go over here and do this. And I don't want to go back. It feels like backwards to them, like going backwards. It must be just tough when you become a mega star in a certain genre that you didn't plan on. Yeah, I I, I agree. Maybe it's because of the time we're in right now, quarantine, and like everyone doesn't have a job. And you're just like, yeah, if I need another house, (laughs) then I'll come back. Yeah, I mean, that is kind of I I will say pan the pandemic has made celebrity culture so disgusting. Let's sing Imagine while we're ordering the new house. A lot. Yeah, it's like um, I can barely afford this N95 mask and you just might need another house. Excuse the fuck out of me. Let me go crawl into my pandemic. Donate the money instead of the new house, like donate it somewhere. Yeah, I, I that is one thing I do think is great about the pandemic that now we're like, oh, poor you, you're quarantining and you're like 50 acre orange, Steph. I don't know, Steph. orange grove lot with your martinis on the side of the pool. Fuck off. Gregory you know? Castillo. Oh, that's my life every day. But other than that, I do feel for the people. I do. Okay. Greg Castillo in the chat just typed tongue wars. Oh my <laughs> god, yes. I'm all for that. I am all, all for that. All for it. Alternate universe fan fiction Star Wars. I'm so here for. Do it. Do it. Uh, in other news, Taika Waititi. Oh, happy Father's Day if anyone watching is a father. Um, yes, James Law Jr. Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. To the father of the year. So he... <laughs> he posted a photo on father's day with none other than baby yoda and it was the cutest freaking photo ever wait do you have your baby yoda oh where is it james look at that and then i'm also tying with james because i got an airpod case that's baby yoda it's so cute it's an airpod case yes it's so cute and i have nothing (laughs) yeah i have a baby yoda mask though 
It's pretty cool. Me okay. too. Thanks to Ryan. Yes. But uh, okay. I, yeah, he is. He is a daddy. No, he is the father. And uh, I, I mean, what the most adorable picture? I feel it like is. this could be the number one story each week we do this show. If just a new photo surfaces of Baby Yoda, like I don't know what the paparazzi's doing, but they should just have all their cameras aimed oh. right at that baby because that yeah. is all the photos I care about. If they ever had a really bad publicity stunt, all they would have to do is something big with Baby Yoda, and everyone would forget. Yes. That's how sick this world is. We're like, oh, a green baby, including myself. Forgiven. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. See? Yeah. Truly. Truly a zaddy. Baddy. Very cute. What else we got, Steph? Okay, this one is a very exciting story. Star Wars Squadron gameplay trailer dropped, and I'm not a gamer, but this and the pod racing game are, I think, going to be the thing that gets me into gaming because this shit looks sick. Dude, you guys, I know, James, you're not a gamer either, but you got a chance to look at the trailer. I watched it. He's like, please watch this in the the rundown. So I said, (laughs) I'm sure Ryan tells me. So I did watch it. And it's like, it's like five minutes. It's not, that, it's not that long, folks. But it was just like, for me as an outsider, it was very fascinating because it looks like a real movie. Like, yeah. Like the, the, the graphics, everything. There's a story. Like it's like, and they say it's VR. And I'm like, I've never done VR before. I'm scared. I'm like, even like flying airplanes. I'm like, can I fly in a jet or something? I don't know. It's crazy. Um, I watched it and I was very impressed. And, and I think part of me was more into the kind of story. Kind of like, I can... I can be part of this story as I'm playing it. I'm like, I just got so excited, actually. Yeah. The EA described the game as master the art of the starfighter combat and the authentic piloting experience, Star Wars Squadron. Buckle up, feel the adrenaline of first-person multiplayer space dogfights <laughs> alongside your squadron and learn what it means to be a pilot in a thrilling Star Wars single-player story. This is really cool because you can... Full, I know guys do this with COD in the other games, but with this quad. seems a lot cooler and a lot. Yeah, I think COD is so weird when you hear people in other rooms being like, "Did you get the Did you get the kill?" I'm like, "Are you psychotic? Why? Why is that?" <laughs> yeah, those those guys are weird. <laughs> weird people. They're weird, right, Ryan? That's right. That's right, guys. But give. I'm gonna fasten my seatbelt. Giddy up! I am all in. On this game, I cannot wait. I'm gonna get a squad. We and I'm gonna take out everything. I'm I'm gonna play this wait, to completion. Wait, so Ryan, are you gonna be the new Republic or Imperial? What are you gonna do? <laughs> uh, I think I'm gonna be. I'm a Republic fan. Republic. Okay. Let's go. Okay. But like this this trailer, like James is saying, looked amazing. Like this looks so fun. It's a little unclear where it's gonna be available. It, it's EA, so I'm assuming it's gonna be like PlayStation. I have that information for you. You have that info. Star Wars Squadron is set for release on PlayStation 4, Xbox One, and PC on October 2nd. It will cost $39.99. Hell yeah. And I'm October. (sighs) Okay, question for the chat and for you two involved. I was just telling my dear friend Roxy Stryer this. I think I want to get an Xbox or a PlayStation. I know that the PS5 is coming out. So just think, marinate on that. What is best for Steph Sabra and let me know. Uh, PlayStation because Ryan has it and you can play with Ryan. (laughs) Next question. I I have PlayStation 1, 2, and 3 at one point. I don't have a 4. I I did at one point. I mean, I I think you can't go wrong, Steph. Um, I would love it if you got a PlayStation, though. I have a PlayStation 4. Darth Vader's on the PlayStation. I got the deluxe. Yeah. Uh, 
I am all in on that, and I've gotten every Star Wars game that's come out, um, good and bad. I, I think that's the one, though. I think just just start there, have fun. It's also a Blu-ray player, so you can watch your Star Wars movies. Um, and Pod Racers only available on PlayStation, I think. Well, there you go. And Nintendo Switch. That's right. It's available on both of those, and that's out now. So we we can actually I actually should download that. Yeah, that game is also out. That one was the one where I was like, I, as soon as I saw the trailer for that, I knew I wanted to play that game though. But how like what was kind of unique about this trailer? And I don't I'm not a huge gamer, but the games I do play are just so I can feel like I'm in a world, whether it's Star Wars or like some Western world or anywhere, uh, or the Rings. They had, like, you could be in a squad. You could be with the players. You could be doing these missions. Take out these parts of the ship. And I was like, this is awesome. <laughs> like, it was really spelling it out, and it looked great. I want to ask you a question. Isn't, isn't PlayStation more, a little more user-friendly than Xbox anyway? Isn't it a little more user-friendly? I liked PlayStation because it was easy for me to handle. Yeah, Xbox got a little fold themselves. No. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, it's so funny. I, mean, I, I, I come from, you know... Atari and Commodore 64. I, mean, I come from that world. I, mean, I, come, I come from, you know, Genesis, Sega Genesis. You know, I'm old, so I come from that world. So I had to find something that was user-friendly for me, and I found the PlayStation series was a lot, it was a lot, you know, was a lot more easier for me. Okay, Guys, that's Greg, good to know. Greg in I the mean, chat like... wants Steph to get a PlayStation, and he says that we're a squad goal, even though there's only three. Oh, squad oh, goals. Then I, then I get a PlayStation 2 then. You know, yeah, I, I think we should all get it. You know, and we'll stream on Twitch. <laughs> well, then should we wait? The way should we wait for five, or should we get four? I think Ooh. we should wait for five. The five looks very futuristic and awesome. It's probably a hundred dollars more, right? Or do they do the iPhone stuff? You know, you get traded in. Always a hundred dollars more. <laughs> oh, I like, traded in. I bring, my, I bring my PlayStation One in. Can I trade this in for a credit? Yeah. I have a PS2. I have a Game Boy. I'm like, what kind of connection does this make? I can, I, can ima- I can imagine getting on with you two and Steph just signing on before she even says hi. She just goes, Red Leader standing by. And then yes. I go, This is Red 2. Oh right God. on target, bitches. You hear? <laughs> I'm kind of excited, man. I'm kind of, I, should, I should do it. I think we need to do that. Let's turn, yeah, let's, let's make gamers out of ourselves. That will be fun. I think we'll be fun. One more thing in my life, sure. Uh, um, what, Rye? I was gonna say if if are, are we are those are the topics for today. Yeah, well, you posed a great question in our rundown, actually, Ryan. Thank you for asking. You said EA hints at future games. What games would you like to see? Do you have an answer to that? Yes, <laughs> I have. Awesome. Many answers. Uh, I think you know what's so great about Star Wars. A lot of them are usually these like action fighting games because it's Star Wars after all. I think it'd be really I, anything Star Wars. I think you can model it off of some famous like Mario games. I'd love a Mario Kart that maybe that's what this pod racing one is. If it's just Mario Kart but with Star Wars pod racers, I'm in. I want I want to play poker with Han Solo and Lando Calrissian. Ooh, I want to do that I virtually. Totally, I'd buy that in a second. Right, even if it was just a poker app, but they replaced it to that's, be Star Wars. Oh my goodness! Yes. I want to. I want to play with everybody playing with Darth Vader. I mean, like, play, you play with Boba Fett or somebody. I would. I play with Yoda. I mean, play play poker with Yoda. I'm like, using the Force to like check yes! out what cards are mind I'm trick. In, I'm in. I'm all in. Why aren't we developers? Why are we developing? Yeah, wait, you guys. I have a. De- I have a game to develop too. What is it? I really thought about this. It could honestly include your game as well. Okay. So I'm thinking, 
we should have a Star Wars Sims. Like it's mm. basically Sims Ooh, where you can build God. your own Star Wars yeah. avatar. So you can be a Jedi, you can be a spice Every runner, part. you can be a stormtrooper, you can be a first order leader, whatever it is. And you yeah. have to build from the ground up your existence basically. And then maybe there are different stations. There's a Han Solo station where you do gamble or you play poker. And maybe there's a Luke Skywalker Jedi training class that you take. You know what I mean? Like a full immersive world where you become a character. Yes. You could be, you could grow up on some random desert planet and then find a roly roly droid and then (laughs) go on an adventure and find out you're related to this Darth Lord of the Sith and that you're actually her, his granddaughter. Exactly. And you can change your last name to Skywalker just like Ray. Yeah. We can all be Skywalkers. <laughs> that sounds familiar. <laughs> I may not be that smart, but that sounds really familiar, Ryan. I, don't know I love the Sims idea. I, what would you call I it instead of Sims? Um, I think you're going to say Animal Crossing idea. They're going to do like Animal Crossing. Music. Yeah. I'm yes. in for that too. Maybe it's just no war. It's just building. Star Wars no land. More no more war anymore. Stars. I would totally make my whole family. I'd do a whole thing. I mean, I'd, Me I'd too. Family. They would oh be so God. cute too. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, an RPG. I'm going to make a teenage Darth Vader. I'm going to do all kinds of darts. <laughs> You're, or just so Anakin? <laughs> no, not Anakin. Wait, you know, yeah. James, uh, you know on the cars where people have the stickers of the families, you yeah. should have like little... Russian doll sizes of the of Darth Vader. I sure. I I was gonna throw this one last thing in there, Steph. Um, I mentioned it earlier, but Star Wars Celebration got canceled. As we know, this is the Star Wars convention in Anaheim, and though that broke my heart, it's definitely the right thing to do with uh, the coronavirus going on. But the thing that's even more heartbreaking is it isn't gonna be back here in Anaheim for two years. Uh, 2022, brutal, because of D23, which is next year, and they don't want two things happening that close to each other. But um, a lot of people in the chat were asking, like, what happens with that money if you have your tickets? So I had two tickets. Steph and I were going to go. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and it was going to be a lot of fun. So you can either get a full refund or credit to get Star Wars merch from Celebration. Ooh. Or you can just have it go towards two tickets for two years from now. I still don't know what to do with mine, but apparently they make the decision for me oh, on July first. Oh. Okay, oh, hurry up, Ryan! Man. I'm gonna hurry up. I want to know, guys. Do you think just get the refund? They take a little fee out, or should I just splurge on like two hundred ninety dollars in Star Wars merch? Star Wars merch. Do you have to do the full two ninety nine merch, or can you do like hundred and get one ninety nine back? If I I'm do. like such a, <laughs> a shit dealer. I'm like, listen, let's make a deal. I'm Rumble Stiltskin. I'm like, give me a deal or I'll take your baby and its name. The thing is, if I if any scenario where I get money back, they take like a five to eight percent. There's like a fee, a processing fee that. Yeah, it's minor, but that was... Here's what I would do. What would you do, Steph? Since it's not... It's two years away, so it's not like... I feel like if it was a year, I'd probably get the money back and wait and get the next ticket, but it's two years away. So if you see cool merch that you want, get it. And if you don't, then get the money back. You don't think think save tickets for two years from now and then just like have a happy surprise? No. Oh, you can like <laughs> reserve the ticket? Yeah, I can already reserve it for two years. We both got quiet. We both got quiet. We're like, no, I don't. 
Honestly, um, no. You want to know why? Because that's that's a decision that breeds a bad habit. It's like this this fear of lack, and, and you want to like control the situation. You will have enough money, then you can rebuy the tickets. Then, yes. <laughs> you know what? Treat yourself. James being the organizer. And, period. And, period. And Steph saying, "Treat yourself." I'm going to take y'all's advice. Okay. No reservation. No. Forget it. <laughs> Forget you it. You want it? I got it. Okay. I want to get some merch. Mm-hmm. Get some cool stuff. Get some cool stuff. Thank y'all. James that was all Watt, I had. Junior, how is Star Wars Army on TikTok doing? You spoke a little bit about it, but are you doing any, like, what's your post schedule like? So what I do is I, I decided to bend TikTok to my will. I don't do what it tells me to do. I do what I want to do on there. He's not regular. Uh, not regular. I'm extra crispy. So what He's I do is regular. I completely, I was, I'm, I'm an organizer. So I have like a schedule. So I do, I have three series that I post on there. And then I do three extra things. So I do my how do you super organize in under a minute series. Then I do a lot of spoken word series. And then I do a lot of help. So a lot, a lot to think about. So those are my three series I do that are kind of serious. And then I do my left-handed stuff because I'm left-handed. And I do my Star Wars stuff because it's Star Wars. And so about every other day is when I post. I post about every, I kind of average about every other day at this point. I post up to five videos. And I just, I just rotate them. I, I write them out. I have it all planned. And I rotate them all. I have a new Star Wars one coming out shortly. Um, but the last one I did do really well. I, had, I, had a, I, had a, I found my Darth Vader uh, comic book and everybody's laughing at that um but no i have a whole schedule and the tiktok army of star wars people they just eat it alive and they come on and they're so kind and they're so fun and they, and they give me recommendations they'll go oh you have this they'll tell me what i should get i should look at this and i love it i love the, the dialogue i love the conversation i never thought on tiktok like that was going to be like the majority of my conversation they've been so kind to me and I do this late night IG show um, on my channel every night, and they come on. Like we found you because of Star Wars on TikTok. We love you. We love you. Like they talk to me. They love my voice. They always like you like Darth Vader all the time. And they call me. They call me Papa Vader, the CEO of Vader's. They call me all Papa these Vader. Names, all these names, and I just, I just, I, I want, I want to shout out to them because during this COVID time, um, they've just been really wonderful and it's been so supportive. And it's. And it is almost like this great universe that we're creating in your show too. I mean, I love doing your show. And it's why I come on here, everybody's so nice to me afterwards. Your fans are always like nice to me and everything. Um, that it's just- Oh my God, that, 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 that warms my heart. It is, it's like a, a universe of something that's that's fictional mm. actually affect change in the real world. So I feel like the real world can affect the real world. And that's what I love about this this universe. And, they, and the, the folks on TikTok, I just wanted to like, give them shout outs every day. They show up. They come to my post. They Sorry. really they do show up. Bless you. They show That's up. That's amazing. Steph, Steph James. was getting emotional. Yeah. No, I was. I'm so happy because and Star Wars Galaxy can be kind of a toxic fan base. So the fact that the good ones have found you is awesome. They have. They have. I've, I've had no seriously. I mean, I've gotten. I mean, I'm talking. I have three million views total so far. Holy my, cow, James! I, I don't know why. Me, I have talk I've, about I've, I've, it. I had a video go a million. I have one video went a million. All that's right. amazing uh, so, so but people are just they've been very very kind to me i i really have to say i've had really very little or none negative stuff on my posts i'm so glad but you shouldn't be surprised because you are actually one of the greatest people ever 
But you did bring up James Earl Jones and he was trending today. So I want to quickly talk about yep. him because <laughs> it's so funny how incompetent people can be because basically the discussion was brought up because Jenny Slate, she's a comedian, actress, yes. writer, amazing yeah. person and talent in the industry. But she was voicing a character on Big Mouth named Missy, who is half black and half Jewish. And at the time she had rationalized playing the character because she herself is half Jewish, but realizes that kind of erases the black in Missy because she's a black character. So she stepped down from that character. And then of course the whites had to come in and say, well, James Earl Jones was Darth Vader. <laughs> and everyone's oh like, gosh. first of all, don't have James Earl Jones trending. We can't take oh, I know, no, trust me. something I was bad like, happened. I will be depressed. I will be all hard. be depressed. Yes, and yeah, second yeah. of all, he made Darth Vader. So right. Well, and here's a really interesting fact about that. Uh, I don't really know where I fall on this, but the, the fact of the matter is he actually wasn't credited in the credits of Star Wars for the voice of Darth Vader until Return of the Jedi. It was yeah. known that he was exactly. the voice, but he didn't even take the credit for the role. He didn't want the credit. Exactly. Yeah. It was David Prowse. The, yeah. the, here's the thing. What people don't understand, what white folks don't understand is that it was actually brilliant that they didn't, because it was a voice role, that they overlooked race and picked the guy who had the voice. I mean, like he had the voice for it. Yeah. So in a way, that was, that was a different story than today. She's. This is more conscious now. They're saying she's saying Jenny's saying, "I am white, and it should be a black voiceover person should be doing it." Right. Then back then, thirty years ago, forty years ago, when they actually did colorblind casting and picked yeah. someone who was a great voice who happened to be black. There's Look- no rule book to it. Obviously, there's different levels of what can be done, especially when it's voice acting. But the thing to remember in the biggest difference between a character like Missy and a character like Darth Vader, the color of their skin, there are levels to how it played into the character in in the role that they were playing. I agree. Right. Like, so. no, I don't think he, I think he should have gotten credit in the other two movies. But the fact of the matter is he didn't even take credit until yeah, the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. It's. Yeah. It's, so it's... he's a, he is truly still a king. Unfortunately, we are running out of time. But before we go, James Law Jr., thank you so much for coming I on the show. That. We love and you. And where can everyone find your content? I know that you're doing YouTube. Ryan listed a whole bunch of other of stuff that you're working on before we started the show. You can find me where all James Law Juniors are at James Law Jr. on all social media platforms. Seriously, even on TikTok, everywhere. Um, I have books out. They're under James Law Jr. on Amazon. I have music out under James Law Jr. on all streaming services. My channel is JLJ Media. Go ahead and watch everything I have on there. I have a billion different series going on over there and shows. And you may see some of your favorite Apple Plus people on there because they, they do shows with me sometimes for fun. Um, but James Law Jr. is everywhere across the board to find my stuff. And Ryan, where can we find you until next week? Oh my goodness. You can find me on Twitter at Ryan Nilsen, R-Y-N-I-L-S-E-N. And you can find me on Instagram at Ryan Nilsen underscore. Uh, I'm so psyched we're back. Star Wars News Strikes back. Um, James, always a pleasure to have you on the show and just host in any capacity with you at any time. Likewise to you, Steph Sabra. I miss you so much. I know. You're the best, Steph. You're the best. Where can we find you, Steph? James Lott Jr., it is so awesome to have you on the show. I do periodically check into your YouTube interviews, and I love them. You always bring so much light and joy and insight into things, so I really appreciate you, Ryan. So great to be back. Also, I have some advice to everyone that I shouldn't have to give. Only person who needs to learn it is me because I was 
FaceTiming someone laying down on the bed with my hands up and obviously uh, my phone fell on my face. So you oh can't really God. see it from here, but my lip got hit. It was with the casualty oh in the in things. So don't FaceTime with, laying down, you guys. Be be more mature. The phone me. had the higher ground. Yeah, <laughs> the phone had the higher ground for sure. That was an amazing one, Rye. <laughs> but until next week, you can find me all over social media at Steps Abroad. Ryan, did you give your handles? At Ryan Nelson. At Ryan Nelson underscore. Oh, okay, yeah. Great. At Get High Republic. <laughs> We're so glad to be back with you all. I hope you're staying safe and happy and doing as much of research you can do to become more anti-racist every single day of your existence and be a better ally. If you are not black and if you are black, I hope you are taking some time for self-care and self-love because we are here to take the burden off your shoulders that you've carried for far too long. So until next week, we are back Thursday, 4 p.m. PST on the Popcorn Talk, and we will see you then. May the force be with you. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network.